host Andy, the podcast done by two fans who survived the dark times of the 80s of Packers football and lived to talk about. This podcast is dedicated to the greatest fans of all, Packer fans. So, Andy, it's been a weird week in Packerland. And I don't know about you, before we get to what you want to talk about and introduce yourself, isn't it weird not watching the Packers play this weekend? Wasn't it kind of weird? Or is it just me? <laughs> uh, well, luckily, I was on vacation, John. <laughs> In, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. in Houston. So I really, you know, I probably would have watched the game anyway, but, you know, with plane flights yeah. and everything else, you know, when you're yeah. spending the money to be down there and enjoying uh, yeah. the great state of Texas and Houston yeah. in particular, then yeah. you, uh, you know, my priority still would have been the Packers to watch the game at least. Of but, course. Um, I didn't get I got to watch a few of the games a little bit, um, sure. but um, not all of them. And but uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, yeah. But to be quite honest, I had to. You kind of had to compartmentalize and put <laughs> it out of yeah. your brain, and you're like, yeah, just yeah. to just move on. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a finality to to you know the Detroit game. Yeah. That, that it's basically that was it. Yeah. Um, that yeah. was a playoff game. It wasn't a playoff game, but it kind of yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And then you just kind of move on. So, yeah, yeah it is kind of weird not yeah. having the Packers in there. It's kind of weird uh, not weird. seeing uh, – yeah. yeah, we'll get to this later, but not yeah, seeing, bro. you know, somebody like yeah, Tom Brady bro. winning. Uh, actually, it's Tom Brady losing. Uh, we like to talk about. We'll get to that. Well, <laughs> I have something to talk about with that. So, take it away, Andy. Yeah, so welcome back uh, again, Packers fans. Uh, even though our beloved Packers did not uh, make the NFC playoffs like we had talked about, uh, hopefully everybody, uh, everyone enjoyed watching some of those wildcard games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, sorry, uh, Vikings fans. We do have a few Vikings fans that listen to us. Uh, you still have Kirk Cousins as your starting quarterback. Enough said. Hold on, hold on. This I saw this, and uh, whoever the author was, this cracks me up. He said, and this is the best description of Kirk Cousins anywhere. He said Kirk Cousins reminds mo reminds him of a Costco hot dog. <laughs> wow! So if you if you ever any of you people out there have been to Costco, right? You, you got a Costco membership, right, Andy? I, I do. Have yep. you ever had one of their hot dogs? Oh, yeah. Every time when okay. we go there, they're so, they're really, really good. They're a dollar yeah. fifty for a dollar and you get a soda. Yeah. And they're and a so, foot long hot dog. So, like John, they're not the normal, like, you know, it's a foot long. <laughs> it's a it's a bigger hot dog too on top of it. So with the condiments that they give, the relish, the yeah, yeah. Uh, uh mustard and the so, uh ketchup, you know, it's yeah. it's great. It's perfect. So, but, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Andy. You don't <laughs> – Costco hot dog is like you go there, like see you relish or whatever, and it's a great lunch, right? But it it just doesn't fill you for a meal, right? It, it kind of leaves you <laughs> – kind of leaves you empty after it. You have the hot dog, and you're like, ah, it was good. I'm, but you're still hungry. So that's the way I look at Kirk Cousins. He's kind of like a hot dog, right? You eat the hot dog and you're like, man, I'm still kind of hungry. And that's Viking fans. You're always going to be hungry. 
and you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback because he's never going to fill you. Uh, and you know, with Kirk Cousins, I hate you all so much. You can't stand him. <laughs> he just, he just is a guy that's all stats. And you know, like I said, he's just like a Costco hot dog. Just hey, it's fine, it's good, it fills you up, but only for so long. And then you're like, yeah, kind of got to move on. I don't want to be eating Costco hot dogs for the rest of my life. So. Anyway, yeah, that's that is so true, John. Because like I'll get the Costco hot dog, <laughs> but I'll also get a slice of their larger pizza. You know, the slice yeah. of their pizza is almost like two slices of pizza because yeah, yeah. the hot dog does not totally fill you up. So no, yeah, I guess that's a good yeah analogy or whatever you <laughs> want to say with funny. that. But yeah, yeah that so, that is anyway, that's hilarious. Yeah, take it away. Yeah. Uh, so good evening, John. And, yeah, good uh, evening, you, buddy. Awesome, awesome job on Monday night's uh, interview with, uh, I think you were interviewing Michael Nielsen. I think I, I think I pronounced that right. Yes, you did. Um, he had, uh, you know, Michael had some really interesting insight into Packers history, yeah. uh, the Packers organization, and and some of the uh, current and former Packer players, uh, especially yeah. Brett, Brett Favre a little, <laughs> little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, if anybody can check that out, that's, uh, I think that's listed as episode 11. 11. Yes. Yep. And please, and so, please check out Last Day at Lambeau. It's free. <laughs> you, I have the link on our website. And then also, Andy, he, uh, you have to check out his trailer uh, called Behind, uh, Beyond Human Nature. And it's this true, true crime documentary about these uh, workers who killed one of their co-workers. And they, they're they not really sure now if, if the co-workers actually killed him or if this guy committed suicide. And it's this really cool true crime documentary that it will be coming out on all these different um, streaming channels like Apple TV and Roku and so on and so forth. So I have the trailer up on the website on our own website please check it out um and what was the that, name of the what was the name of that uh, one again beyond human nature now the reason i said that is because i listened to the full uh podcast on on from monday and yeah. uh he he kind of forgot to, <laughs> to, forgot to, to mention the name up that. until the end so we're kind of plugging that even more so it's kind of funny yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute i forgot the name yeah to, <laughs> to, to talk about what the name so, of it was so yeah, so it, he's a really good director. He does an amazing job. We will have him back on the show along with some other guests. But he he's an um, uh, amazing person, and I'm glad he is friend of the show. So let's get right into it. <sighs> okay, so I listened to the end of the season press conference with LaFleur and Gutekunst. Um. Nothing new LaFleur said. You know, you know, he always says the th same things, right, Andy? We have to coach yep. better. I have to be better. I have to play call better. Blah, 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 blah. And then he said something that was a little bit surprising. He said that he might give up play calling duties and possibly Nathaniel Hackett could come back um, to help him with that. And then yeah. again, he talks about Aaron Rodgers again. Um, yeah, he wants him back. What else is he going to say? So, Andy, do you have any thoughts on those press conferences? Anything you read, maybe that it's the same, right? It's it's no different. 
Yeah, I did want to mention just quickly, uh, I found out about this today that Nathaniel Hackett is interviewing with the New York oh, with the Jets. Jets, yeah. And I guess he was uh, had coached with Salah, their head coach, uh, before. Hmm. And it uh, was 2015, I believe. But yeah. um, so I think he's doing him a solid just to, mm, sure. you know, uh, give his give his butt a inter- interview. I don't yeah, yeah. think he's actually going to get the job, but um, he is being interviewed for their yeah. for that position. So, yeah. so any yeah. quick thoughts? Any quick? Yeah, thoughts I mean, yeah, quickly. Yeah, there yeah. there are so many questions that need to be answered, or mm-hmm. that just uh, none of them aren't. You know, none of them are. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's kind of typical of a NFL press press conference, isn't it? So yeah. Um, when you listen to Goody and you listen to LaFleur, it's kind of the same old, same old, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. So, yeah. so John, if there was one person who I would like to get some straight answers from, it it would be the Packers Executive VP, Director yeah. of Football Aspirations, who is who, is who John? Your uh, favorite? That would be Mark Murphy. Nope, that would be Russ oh, Ball. Oh, no, no, Andrew Ball, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Russ Ball. So uh, ball, the Packers, ball. the Packers will <laughs> soon big. be fourteen million to about sixteen million over the salary cap. The reason I say that is because I was listening to some talk show hosts on the radio, and I was listening to some podcasts, and some people said it was fourteen million, some said it was sixteen yeah, million. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. said it's somewhere in that range. Packer fans, just say fifteen million, I guess, and average yeah. the two. It's, it's a enough. lot. It's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So, um, so depending on where you get that information again, uh, and, and again, uh, we try to be as accurate as we possibly can. And we went, we'll try not to talk too much about numbers, but we're way over the cap. So the team, our team, the green Bay Packers is currently in what a lot of sports teams would call salary cap, hell or purgatory. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's basically the Packers are in the bottom five in the entire league in cap mm-hmm. flexibility. We're way over the great. cap. And uh, so <laughs> Russ and his finance team are going to have to do a lot of number crunching and make, make, make a lot of tough decisions and basically uh, perform cap magic uh, to field a competitive team next year for the Packers. So I, you know, I believe in Russ. I know you believe in Russ. You've talked about Russ ball a little bit before in previous yeah. podcasts. I didn't, hadn't really talked about him too much. I mean, I know who he is and I, he's kind of yeah. like the, the guy who makes it all work and makes it all fit uh, financially for the Packers. Um, but uh, again, I, you know, we believe in him. Uh, but the Packer fans uh, better hope that Russ cooks, cooks up, some cap dollars to spend so we need to uh, rust to cook that's in reference to russell wilson <laughs> just Hello. just to let you know i okay that was a play on words john uh so <laughs> so if uh if if rust succeeds he will truly be the packers mvp in 2023 but he's gonna have to do some major some major magic so yeah. I, and then again i know you love russ ball and everything uh you know any response to you know, yeah. that and inter- so, and I'd really like to interview him to see how he's mm, gonna get us out of this mess. Yeah, wouldn't you love but, that? So yeah. just recently I uh, read an article about and this is this is the problem the Packers keep doing. So they can restructure five different players. Jair, 
Aaron Jones, um, David Bakhtiari. They can trade Darnell Savage, and there was one other guy that could. But it that doesn't matter, right, Andy? Because when you restructure, you keep pushing things down the road, right? And you just keep. It's like you know. Again, I always being we're dads, right? One thing we always tell our kids is like, do it now, get it over with. So you have time later to play your video games or to, you know, go out with your girlfriend or to see a movie or whatever, right? Right, Andy? You tell them to yep. do it now. Right. Yeah, definitely. Get your chores done, right? Mm-hmm. So the Packers are doing that. They're, all they're doing is they're basically just saying, well, okay, I know you're supposed to get this money, but what we're going to do is we're going to give it to you later. Those players will never see that money because they'll cut them or they'll do something where they're – and the problem is, I see with it is, again, if you're going to go to Rodgers, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but I just want to bring this up really, really quickly. One of the things is, if you go to Rodgers and tell him, hey, can we slash $20 million off your $60 million or whatever he's getting? You know, he knows he will never see that money. So it's kind of like, again, you're not helping things by doing that because one, he's going to say no, <laughs> first of all, because he is the franchise and everybody knows it. Number one, number two, you know, it, I don't think we've overpaid players. I think it's just, you're just caught in this mess that everyone gets caught in when they have a premier quarterback, you have to pay them the money. So that was just really quickly. Uh, any just quick thoughts on that, Andy? Because we'll talk. Yeah. So, so yeah. So basically, overall, and not to sound sound like a like a manifesto or anything, but <laughs> I, I profoundly you like the wording there. I profoundly yeah, hope I like that. Uh, that the Packers organization takes a long, hard, uh, hard look into how the team can be successful next year. It cannot mm. take the same approach to this no. offseason as it did the last. No, uh, and we just I mean, talked about this before we went on. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might actually not be the case. I may be doing a repeat. So I know yeah. that Packers Nation, and I'm just speaking for Packers Nation right now. Uh, Packers Nation doesn't need a repeat of 2022 no. in 2023. No, uh, we talk. You know, we talk about what happened. Uh, in, we'll talk about what happened in 2022 mm-hmm. and how the season was doomed from the start. Later in the show, yeah, but yeah. um. You know, we just don't, we don't need a, you know, no. a redo on that. Uh, no, we don't. And we don't need to hear the same stuff that we heard in the off season yeah. last, yeah. last season. So hopefully things change on that, that front. Yeah. So um, moving on, but uh, so I had some interesting, very interesting, very interesting news. Uh, so here we go. Uh, when Tom Brady lost to the Cowboys on Monday night, uh, Tom Brady lost. <laughs> to the Cowboys on Monday night. It marked the first time since 2009 that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers will not win a single game in the NFL playoffs. Mm. Very interesting, John. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, the other one was, and we talked about this uh, y- yesterday, I believe, uh, Colin Cowherd yesterday oh. mentioned on his show, The Herd, that he had talked about Aaron Rodgers for the 38th straight day. And actually today it was the 39th. So he mentioned that on his show too. Yes, oh, football fan. 
<laughs> yes, football fans, there's somebody out there that tracks this stuff. Yeah. Very interesting and actually kind of sad. Uh, so 39 straight sad. days is now the count that he's talked about Aaron Rodgers on his show. Mm. And then the last little very interesting very news interesting. Uh, is uh, Ben Johnson, the Detroit Lions awesome offensive coordinator, has taken his name out of the running for all of the head coaching positions. And I'll just add this little tidbit in before I rattle off some more things. Uh, basically, he got a big pay bump, and they talked about that today. Uh, <laughs> this is not good news. Not no, it isn't. good news for the Packers. The He's an good. awesome play the caller good. Uh, with big cojones. Yeah. Packers fans, anybody who watched the end of the game <laughs> yeah. a few weeks ago against the Lions and saw that hook and ladder at the end of the game knows yeah, what I'm respect. talking about. Awesome. Man and respect. very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was really very interesting. So, Andy, I'm going to give you this rant, but make it quick. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's totally optional, though, right? You know, uh, John. No, we don't go have, ahead. We don't I, have to I do love it. your rant. Okay. It, it, I think. Yeah, all it's kind of this rah rah like, section. Yeah. This you know rod rant where I'm getting, you know. Okay, so in the last week, <laughs> I must have seen at least, and it's more than this now. At least ten to twelve articles pop up, usually on my phone, whose sole purpose is to do the following: cause mm-hmm. unnecessary speculation. Make suggested suggestive innuendo, dish out fabricated and total nonsense, and base opinions on total hearsay. It seems that some of them even try to create a multiverse not rooted in any <laughs> sort of reality. Like Diehard Packers fans on Packers Blitz, John and I do not do that. We do don't do that. Nope. Uh, we nope. try to do a podcast that uses data facts and information that would be in the nonfiction section of your local library. Uh, and that's so eighties, <laughs> isn't that John? 1980s. <laughs> well, you had to go to the library. To do stuff. Right. There Nobody goes to the library anymore. Well, maybe yeah. I'm sorry people that go to the library, but not as many people go to the library as <laughs> I'm sure. Back you in the 1980s. Offend the library people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, you know, a few podcasts ago, I, I pissed off uh, all of Canada, and now I just pissed, Canada pissed off. Got mad at us. Yeah. Now the it freaking just, library what, people are after us. <laughs> yeah, to be quite honest, um, Jen, I don't think we piss off as much people as Colin Cowherd does. So you know, but that's no, kind of me, his, man. his thing. He's in the opinion just, business. So right. So just really quickly. With my boy Tom Brady, I don't know. I just you had a little bit of a rant. I need to my rant with Tom Brady rant. So this game against Dallas, he committed a dirty play because he's dirty in my opinion. I don't know if you saw it. You can go on YouTube where he like someone uh, uh, intercepted the ball from the Cowboys. He was running back, and here comes Tom Brady, and he does this slide like you do in soccer to tackle somebody. And he goes after the guy like that, which n- there was no penalty. He's not getting it fined. This is the second time this season uh, he's committed, in my opinion, sus- where he should be suspended at least one game Where it- against Atlanta, where he was sacked, where they called it unnecessary roughness, you know, to the quarterback. 
whatever. And he kicked the Atlanta defensive tackle when he was down. Now he was fined for that $16,000. Personally, he should be fined more. He should be kicked out of the league, but that's my rant. And I, <laughs> I have my own rant on Tom Brady some other time. But <laughs> just really quick, Andy, I just wanted to talk about, like we said, with all this innuendo and stuff. Yeah. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Hey, look, retirement, return, move on. It's exhausting. Okay, we're right here, Packers Blitz. We're going to end it here and now. Rodgers needs to be all in. That means showing up at OTAs, working with the receivers, and willing to give the ball over to Jordan Love if his play totally declines. I, and when I mean totally declines, I'm talking about like Peyton Manning near the end of his career where he couldn't even throw an out. <laughs> it, was, it was sad to see. Right. And, you know, again, if not, let's just move on. We'll start love and just deal with it. And one thing people don't understand, again, I bring up Peyton Manning because I think Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers are kind of similar in a sense. Peyton Manning had a 14 and 13 postseason record as the Colts quarterback. And he played in two Super Bowls, only winning one. But then the Broncos won a Super Bowl in spite of him. So, when all the stuff was going on, you know, all these things with Peyton Manning and now with Rodgers, you just have to understand that either you got to go all in or you got to let him go. And, yes, if he wins a Super Bowl, let's say he goes to the Raiders, which everyone's hot <laughs> for the Raiders and, and Aaron Rodgers, and wins a Super Bowl, okay, you know, it happens. Just, you know, we just can't continue to have this innuendo and all these articles and everybody's talking about it. When it no, we just got to need to move on. So anything else you wanted to add about that, Andy? Yeah, I was just curious about that Tom Brady interception. I didn't get to see a whole lot of the game. I did see the horrible interception, the absolutely horrible interception that he had that yeah. he threw into the end zone. It was picked off. Hmm. Was it was it yeah. that one? Was it was it a different interception? No, I, no, it was a different one. You can see oh, it on okay. you, you can see it on YouTube. Go to YouTube and okay. it will show like uh, penalty of uh, him. So he's going and he, and he throws the ball and actually it was an interception. I take that back. A player fumbled the ball, the receiver, I believe, a running back. And the Dallas player started, he got it and, of course, started running. And Tom Brady comes out of nowhere and, like, freaking kung fu kicks him kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? You know? Yeah, I mean, that's a dirty play. That You know, people's careers can be ended by that. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. Tom Brady knows better. He should he know better, better right? So anyway, yeah, we'll, I mean, he's he's one of the faces of the league. So yeah, yeah you don't you know absolutely. play dirty like that. No, so no, I'll, I'll have to go. I'll have to look at that. John, yeah, take but, a look uh, at it. No, I, I I know the other one that you're talking about where he mm. stomped on the guy. I, I yeah. remember witnessing that you know yeah. firsthand as it happened. So yeah, that was that yeah. was totally dirty, dirty. Totally that's dirty. Uh, that's like something and Dominican Sue would be doing. Yeah, you know, Dominican I mean, Sue. seriously. Yeah, um, yeah. That, jerk exactly i mean plus it's not too bright on his part to be stomping no. on some big defensive lineman that can come back and you know yeah. take him out him so, again. yeah yeah i, yeah, I don't All know right. that, that does, yeah as far as the aaron Rodgers thing i'm going to talk a little bit a little bit about that yeah, when yeah. we're talking about why our season okay. was doomed so and that's the next topic so 
yeah, so that is our topic. Good segue. So I want to start out, you know, again, our topic is, was the 2022 season doomed from the start? Um, and this was a strange season, Andy. So to say the least, obviously. So I was asked by friends and family what I thought about the upcoming season. And normally I say, oh, playoffs, Super Bowl, you know. But this year I said, I don't know. And that's the first time in over 30 years that I've been watching Packer football that I was like, I have no idea. And that really, to me, was not a good sign. And I really was like, uh-oh, this could be really rough season. And there wasn't really anything that I saw to indicate that to me other than a feeling. It was just a gut feeling because – our defense on paper looked like a Super Bowl defense. Our offense on paper looked like, hey, we can win some games with them. Don't worry. But, you know, we brought people back and, you know, we lost some coaches. But, you know, who cares? Everybody loses coaches, you know, whether they retire or move on or go to another team. But just the whole thing was, I don't know, it just, it just, didn't, just didn't sit right with me. And that was just a gut feel. So, Andy, I asked you the question, was the 2022 season, Packers season, doomed from the start? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the 2020, 20, sorry, the 2022 season was doomed from the start. Yes, sirree, it was. It definitely was. Yeah. Uh, our GM, Brian Gutekunst, did not bring in enough quality veteran free agents on offense to strengthen the wide receiver tight end group, a player uh, like wide receiver Sammy Watkins, who cannot and could not stay healthy his entire career, is not a number one you wide love receiver. Sammy. <laughs> no, yeah, and he yeah. was he was actually cut by the Packers before the end of the season. He was picked up by yeah. Baltimore, but you know, still, Didn't do anything there. Uh, he was not the answer. Uh, the Packers uh, did not really have a number one or a number two wide receiver on the roster before the start of the season. No. Uh, Alan Lazard is a number three wide receiver at best. Uh, mm. Randall Cobb is maybe a four or five wide receiver at best on the Packers roster. Uh, and sure, uh, Goody drafted three rookie wide receivers, Watson, Dobbs, and Toure. Uh, however, uh, that's drafting not for 2022, typically. That's drafting for 2023 through 2026 and yeah. the duration of their rookie contracts. So if 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 Goody knows Rodgers, and he should by now, he knows that Aaron doesn't want to have to teach football and babysit a trio of rookie wide receivers. Rodgers yeah. wants veteran wide receivers who run the right routes, can get open, and catch the damn ball. You mean like uh, DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna have to give up something for him. He's probably the top yeah, yeah, free agent yeah. on the market, isn't he? So, and then the the tight end position, you know, and we've talked about the wide receivers too, and we've talked about the tight end position was not addressed either. And no. uh, again, a note to Goody: the 2020 third round pick Josiah DeGuara is a bust. He he's really good on special teams, but as far as it yeah. comes to the tight end play, he's a bust. No. Yeah. Um, so enough about Goody. So then our, our head coach, Matt, the floor should not 
uh, sorry, should, uh, should have more closely looked at his coaching staff, especially the coaches on defense. And we've talked about that <laughs> with Joe Barry. Yeah. Uh, he needed to establish the team's identity on offense, which would should be run the ball first, uh, right away in organized team activities, mini camps, and during preseason games. It was a bad decision not to play Rodgers in the preseason and get some game reps with the new receiving core. Yes, exactly and, right. Yeah, so we had, you know, Goody, bad, <laughs> bad at the floor, not good either. And then we're moving on to our future NFL uh, Football Hall of Famer, Aaron Charles Rogers. Uh, he needed to be there. He needed to be more present and in the building during the offseason. He needed to bond and practice with, with, with his receivers on the practice fields of his beloved California Golden Bears during the offseason. So do pull a Tom <laughs> Brady and go to, you know, your – alma mater stadium and and toss the ball around with with these guys right uh, he he needed to be at otas again organized team activities he needed to be at every single minicap mandatory or not he needed to play in the preseason and make himself game ready uh, he should have demanded all these things uh to ensure uh a successful season for himself and the green bay packers he should have did it and he should have done it. And unfortunately, uh, he didn't. So any thoughts on right. that? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I know, kind of long-winded, but basically we're talking about, no, no, I got you. You, you know, you're talking about the GM, we're talking about the coach, and we're talking about yeah, our, yeah. supposedly our top and, player. So and um, What, yeah, so what makes a team? You need a GM, a quarterback, <laughs> and a coach, right? You, you've yep. got to have all three. You can't have one of them or two of them, you have all three. Because look back to all the greatest franchises uh, ever in, in, in the NFL. It, it really comes down to they had a great coach, they had a great quarterback, and they had a great front office. Maybe not the GM wasn't the greatest, but the front office was. Like people who knew what was going on. And here's the thing that um, I forgot to bring up a little earlier. Um, so, and it's in our last podcast, uh, Michael and I talked about it is we did this goofy thing where, and it failed with the Vikings where they had the GM, the coach, um, and, uh, like the owner, they, they have an owner, but kind of the president, which is Mark Murphy. And what they did was, and they since then got written to the, got rid of this is they work together and they, you know, okay, I'll take this guy and take that guy, you know, and that's what they've been doing lately and it didn't work. So maybe that changed in the last draft. Cause again, like we talked in our further uh, our past episodes, this by far has been the best draft of goodies since he's been with us. So you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. You got to have a guy that says, Okay, I'm drafting this guy because I believe in him. And okay, great. And you know, if the coach says, "Well, I want this guy, that guy," trust me, this guy's going to make the the team better. That's what you have to do. And with Aaron Rodgers, he should see that and go, "Okay, they're making the team better. They're working together." And like you said, he needs to be the guy that says that. He needs to come up to Lafleur and go, "I'm, I'm going to come in for OTAs. 
And Lafleur, if he says, eh, we want to arrest you, you know, I don't know about this. He needs to be the one to say, no, I'm coming in. Like it or not, I'm showing up. I'm going to be here at 8 o'clock. I'm with the first one on the field, right? But also, and I'm going to play devil's advocate. Here's the thing. And I get what players say this because we know the grind in the sense of going to work, coming home, <laughs> going to work, coming, right? Remember, he is going to turn 40 in, um, when is his birthday again? December. December. That's, okay. That's yeah, in early December. So do you really want your almost 40-year-old quarterback coming in and, you know, being like, oh, man, all right, I got to throw here. You know, no, you want him to come in and be like, okay, guys, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tempo, let's go. Right? You, you, you don't want him to come. Oh, and just kind of <laughs> almost like pout out the sidelines. I really should be in Cabo than these freaking idiots. I don't, <laughs> not that he would say that. But you know what I'm saying, Andy? I mean, it's just, do you want I do. Do you want yeah, I mean, he's. He's been talking a lot about, you know, winning his next MVP and awards and accolades. Oh, yeah. Okay. None of that, you know, and that was on, I think, the Pat McAfee show or Pat something. McAfee but I, I've heard about that from several different sources. I'm like, really? Really? You should be only worried about winning Super Bowls, buddy. Yeah. I mean, so I'm so all I'm saying is if, if you are truly a champion and you want to be a champion again, he has only won one Super Bowl. Brett Favre has won one Super Bowl. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to win another one, Aaron? And yeah. so how are you going to do that, Aaron? So you have yeah. to, you know, it's like uh, they've been talking about, I wasn't going to mention this, but they've been talking about this. I've heard this at least two or three times in the last few days. Like, uh, so the 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 definition of insanity, do you know what, what I'm getting at, John? Yeah, yeah. He's doing the yeah. same thing, expecting different results. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doing the same thing over and over yeah, and, and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm going to so, push back a little bit on you when he said, you know, he's my boy, so you know where it's coming next. When he did say he can play at a high level, at MVP level, he broke up his conversation to say, like, look, I can do it. But then he said, hey, look, if we can't – if I don't think we can do it as, as a team – and and go all the way and win the Super Bowl. Um, and he never said Super Bowl. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. But his point was, two, I can do it, which he should say that. And two, uh, look, I'm not going to do this if we're not all in, and I know we can go all, you know, go all the way. So I think there was some comments, and especially his comments can be misconstrued because I agree, he can be selfish, and it's all about him sometimes. But, okay. Well, then I apologize no. to Aaron <laughs> if it was taken out of context. But some of the stuff that I had read, I think he put everything heard. about himself. It's about me. It's about me. And everybody's going, oh, what a diva. What a, yeah, come on, man. And exactly. then if you listen to the whole thing, he's like, well, yeah, I got to want to do it. I got to want to be here. I got to want to play at a high level. And when you kind of hear that. You're like, oh, man, what a diva. But then you're like, yeah, he has to because. Like I said, if he's pouting on the sidelines and just not into it, uh-oh. <laughs> We're not going to win anything. But then he came back. And, and listen to the, the whole thing. They have it broken down 
um, in different articles where he said, no, hey, I'm not rebuilding, which he shouldn't. And hey, we got to, if we're going to do this, we got to go all the way and be all in. So, you know, just some things, the food for thought, you know, again, he's my boy, so I'm always going to protect him. But I, I do think people take him as a selfish person, which sometimes I can see that. So, well, they're all going to have when they're that good, and Aaron is that good. You're going to have a little bit of a yeah, bit of yeah. an ego. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the way he's been going about his business and yeah. his career, he's got he's got to adapt and change and yep. be willing to meet some people halfway. And right. again, um, that's where you get the impression he's a diva, yep. and and we hope yeah. that's not the case. We don't know exactly what goes on behind the scenes either. No, but, no, we don't. Um, he is a, if you listen to him, he is a very intelligent guy. But, yeah. you know, again, you know, I talk to, about this with my kids all the time. You know, mm -hmm. you can be book smart <laughs> yep. and then you can be, you know, everyday kind of street smart. Street smart. And there's a difference. Yeah. And there's a difference. There's a big difference. Yeah. So sometimes it seems like Aaron's intellectual Ness yeah, gets, gets in the, the way, right? Yeah. yeah, he's gets almost too way. smart so, for his own good. <laughs> so yeah, and that's just, like I said, and we talked about that in our past episodes, right, Andy? Stop out thinking the room. Why are you doing a a, a, a toss to Alan Lazard when you have two running backs who can get you one yard? Ugh. Okay, let's not. <laughs> We're gonna go. We need to go on yeah. that next year. So. Um, yeah, topic number two. Topic number we have two. Another topic uh, in the season review here, and I, I forgot to say, well, this is like a season review show of 2022. But so, here are some players that regressed, according to Packers Wire in 2022. I'm not going to go through a whole bunch of stuff here, other than I'm just going to go quickly through them. And Andy, when I say the player's name, I want you to say, "Yes, he regressed." No, he didn't. Okay, so okay, just, I just want to see so if, you think, if you if you think this is right. So first player. Okay, yes so we're no. taking both topics. You know how they regressed or maybe they yeah. they improved. Yeah. So we're joining so we, this all. So this is thirty-one players, John. Right? Well, but we aren't going to go through I'm all. Just, we're just I'm picking just the highlights. 16. I'm just going to do sixteen from the Packers White article. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So let's start with the first one. Adrian okay. Emos. Yes or no, regress. Yes. Okay. Anything he, you he was number add? one. <laughs> I remember. So, yeah. So anything you want to add to that? You had some you had some numbers and kind of some things about it. Why do you think he regressed? Um there's a lot of different reasons, but basically his, his rating went down a full 20 points, and that's a scale of one to a hundred. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a lot. He was actually the most of any Packers player. So it's going to yeah. be just tough. I just wanted to make a comment that it's going to be tough tough to justify resigning him because yes. he is a soon to be a free agent. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Toward the end of the season, I thought he played pretty Sorry, well. Played yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, it's uh, easy to forget everything that happened before that. But according to mm. you know Pro Football Focus and a lot of these rating. Um, you know, tools that they use. Uh, supposedly, he's regressed the most. So, yeah. so let's go on to Preston Smith. Yes or no? Regressed. Yes. And yes, he has. 
And why do you say that? What are the, what are the main things? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's just, once we lost Rashawn Gary to injury, yeah. uh, it didn't help him. Uh, so Rashawn Gary on the other side is such a great playmaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, put a lot of pressure on the on the passer from the other side. So I think that's where he started to maybe regress a little bit as far as getting the pressure on, because then you roll some of the people toward him and try to you know yeah. uh, chip them or whatever, and have a couple yep. other people you know have another blocker over there for him exclusively, which he doesn't do well with. <laughs> so no. um, and again, uh, losing uh, Zadarius Smith in free agency to Minnesota sure. didn't help either because he was either. a heck of a player for us. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't afford to keep him, not with no, what he signed. And that's another st- <laughs> topic for another time. But, um, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and, and then basically, you know, he had lost the other Smith brother, uh, yeah. his, his, and one of his best friends, actually, that there's yeah. a reason yeah. they were called the Smith brothers, yeah. I believe. So, so yeah. yeah. So moving on Devondre Campbell. Yep. Regressed. So yep. I want to add some. I want to add something really quick. So, <laughs> yes, he regressed, but he had such a great year. It, it's kind of like how could he repeat it? Because his his last year was just out of this world. And, you know, yep. so I'm gonna say no, even though the the numbers tell us yes. I'm gonna say no because one, he was injured. Two, he had such a great year. It's almost impossible to be that great. Two years in a row. So, anyways, anything else? Well, they did mention John that he missed a total of eleven tackles. Eleven. So he did struggle against the run. So they had mentioned that, and according to what they said, he missed ten point one percent of his tackles. Yeah. Overall, so Mm. you know, but yeah, Yeah. he did not play up to the high standards standards that he had set in twenty twenty one. Um. Aaron Rodgers, we're going to skip. We already know that. <laughs> We've already talked about it. Yes, we do. So yep. one of the things, too, is with Eric Stokes. That was a shocker to me because before he went down with an injury, he didn't look like himself. There had to have been something going on. Um, so regress, Andy, yes or no? I think I know Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to add with that? No, I, I was surprised with that one too because um yeah, I mean he went down with injury really early in early in the year. So I mean you really didn't have a full body of work with that either. No. So no. um he was on the list and he was probably in the what the top three or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. most regressed players or whatever. Right. But the thing is you didn't I mean yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things you didn't have the full report card on him. So that's no. the re- that's the reason I didn't bring him. Yeah, uh, I wasn't going to talk about him, but uh okay. yeah, it was kind of surprising. So, I think he's a really good player actually. Yeah. yeah. So, we won't talk about Darnell Savage cuz we he, he's probably going to be gone. Um uh, I want to talk about Elton Jenkins though because just gave him a big contract. Yeah, I mean, they gave him a big contract, and he wow. didn't really. Yeah, he regressed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got blown up a couple times in that last game against the Di- the Lions, right at the goal line. So you know, yeah. he's uh, now the second highest paid guard in the NFL. By the way, sure. and he did sign an extension for four years, sixty eight million dollars. So, yeah. but the they, I guess I the was- or, yeah, the organization. Yeah. 
values them, I guess, if they're willing to pay them that much. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, the last guy I want to talk about, there's there's guys on here like Runyon and Rochelle Douglas and A.J. Dillon and Rashawn Gary. That's not fair. I think that's that Kenny Clark. Bad. But Kenny Clark. <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? I mean, that was crazy. He did not look like himself at all. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he didn't, he admitted it himself. He was very up and down, up and down, up and down, kind of like the Packers were on defense, especially, and the team was. So he was kind of a microcosm of how the team was the entire year. So, yeah. and so we're going to have to improve our defensive line, and it needs to be a priority. Oh, yeah. um, you know, a few years back when Mostert ran all over us. <laughs> When we were playing the San Francisco in the playoffs, they really haven't addressed that yet no. still. And so the, our defense cannot stop the run. And um, our defense also has a major major issues with sacking the quarterback as well. So we were yeah, one of the worst no teams in the league with that. No pressure um, against Jared Goff in the game. Right. So, yeah. And Kenny Clark is, you know, one of the people to blame a little bit. Uh, again, you don't want to leave it all on his shoulders, but yeah, there yeah. was some major uh, regression, and a lot of them, a lot of uh, veterans had regressed uh, significantly, which are yes. disturbing trends. Uh, multiple starters on both sides of the ball regressed, and then 11 out of the 16 players that they mentioned that had regressed uh, were on the defensive side of the ball, which kind of makes sense. <laughs> so... You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's and, it wasn't good looking at yeah, that and, article and then looking some of the at some of the big name players that should have been stepping up for us weren't. Yeah, so yeah. and again, it's a scale of zero to a hundred, just to let everybody know. And yeah. typically ninety to a hundred, it's it's that's top level, top tier player, all pros, yeah. pro bowlers, players of the yeah. week. Um and, and the score is given on each play, typically in the minus two to plus two range. And yeah. the grades are on each facet of the player's game on a scale, again, of zero yeah. to, a, to 100. And when you right. go through that list, and you guys listening to us, uh, guys, women, everybody, everybody, aliens, whatever. Library people. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, people in Canada, everywhere. Yeah. People around the world. Uh, that are listening to us, uh, and then I just lost my train of thought. Uh, you can look at the article. So there's yeah, yeah. an article from Packers where we use them a lot. Uh, yeah, that will, if you want more really detail, good. you know, you know, go for it. It's, but it is kind of there is a reason we were eight and nine uh, this yeah. year, and that's that's in a nutshell. That's pretty much yeah. when you look at that list again. So, but the players have to be held accountable. Ultimately, the coaching staff needs to be overhauled. I will mm -hmm. mention these things. Uh, you know, new ideas, concepts, techniques need to be implemented. Matt yeah. LaFleur needs to look at everything and everybody. Brian Goodekunst, Goody needs to do the same. Yeah. We need yeah. to make the necessary changes as I pounded the table. <laughs> if we don't make right. those necessary cha changes, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to lose again. It's going to be just like this. Yeah, year's yeah, yeah. We need to do things to improve the team, yeah. get better, grow, and, uh, you know, not regress. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's, uh, we're going to do just one topic. We're going to kind of speed this up. Hate to do this to you, Andy, but we're going to kind of speed this up because one of the things is 
One, there's not really a lot of players on this list. <laughs> and two, uh, yeah, they had the 15. same old players, but Andy, yeah, 15 tell us people, about players yeah. who have, who, and we're doing this positive, who did significant improvement. Yay! <laughs> yeah, well, the special player that they talked about again, and we've talked about him, was Keyshawn Nixon. And uh, mm, his 2021 boy. grade was not available because he wasn't on special teams, even though he was with the La- <laughs> LA Raiders, no, sorry, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, he was with uh, the Packers' new special teams coach, Rich uh, Basaccia. He was not utilized at all. Uh, so there wasn't any grade for 2021, but for 2022, now remember it's zero to a hundred. He was, he was graded at 92.7. So basically Woo! Nixon was arguing, arguably the NFL's most dangerous, most dangerous kickoff returner. He had five yeah. returns of at least 50 yards. Keyshawn came out of nowhere to earn the best no. kickoff return grade in the NFL, the best. He did not make the yeah. Pro Bowl <laughs> for some reason. We talked about yeah, that, John, yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. you know, just talking a little yeah, bit, yeah. but that's yeah. unbelievable. So anyway, yeah, but yeah, the special teams, a lot of the players on that list of 15 that Packers Wire talked about of the most improved players, a lot of them, a lot of them were special teams again. And yeah. we talked about Rudy Ford. I can mention him if you want. Rudy, uh, Rudy's, Rudy, Rudy. Yeah, just really Rudy. quickly. Talk about Rudy. Yeah, he, I mean, he had the third best overall grade on defense, and he was also had the second best coverage grade. And he will be a free agent in March. And so I would guess that's one of the players that they should really mm-hmm. uh, think about resigning. <laughs> uh, please, Goody. Yeah. And he's one of the few consistent playmakers that we had on on defense. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. other player, since since you wanted me to pick some of these, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Mason Crosby. Uh, he had a, yeah. he had the highest grade uh, increase, and so he he did a did an awesome job this year. He has lost a little bit of leg strength, uh, yes. but. He uh, he did cre- increase his field goal percentage from seventy two point two percent to eighty six point two percent this year. So quite an increase yeah. in his accuracy. Uh, he was only one of four from fifty yards. Uh, he was seven of eight from fifty yards plus uh, last, uh, n- not this past season, but the season before. So uh, in yeah. twenty twenty one. So he he did a great job overall with his uh efficiency but uh his leg uh seems starting to go a little bit yeah, he's having problems yeah. with his uh his kickoffs too and yeah. that was evident from that so For he sure. is the all-time packers leader in games play that we talked about he is a free yep. agent in the offseason i did yep. want to mention just a few days ago they caught uh the uh, reporters actually talked to him and he said he made a declaration at the press conference that he is not hanging up his cleats and he has no plans to retire. So just to let you know. So you hopefully he'll be back with the Packers. But again, you you have to be able to afford him and afford to pay him. So yeah. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Anybody and, else you want me to bring up? I can bring no, up. No, other than okay. we already know Jair Alexander. I mean, he's supposed to be the guy anyway. So I don't think 
whether he's improved, he should improve, right? Because he's our guy. He's the highest paid corner in the NFL as of right now. And he was the I only mean, one named huh. to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so, only yeah, Packer this year. So it's I'm glad you brought him up. So yeah, yeah. of course he didn't he even improved over last year and he, he you know didn't play much last year. He only yeah. played in 2021, he only played four games. Um, so he did at least yeah. was present and he played and yeah. he played well when we needed him to for the most part. And right. so, you know, great job by him. So there, so there is some hope uh, hey. for the Packers in 2023. And there is still a lot of evaluation to be done and tough decisions to be made by the front office and Brian yeah. Gutekunst. And so let's hope, <laughs> let's hope yeah. Packers fans that, that the correct ones, the correct decisions are made to improve yeah. the Packers roster and help the Packers to get back to another Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Well said. So that was a mouthful. We look, <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to dropping some what I'm going to call some mini sods because there's going to be, like Andy said, there's going to be some crazy stuff happening here in the next few months um, about, you know, two about the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, also, you know, like I said, a pack of future players. So we have a lot of different shows that we're going to drop and put out there. Uh, maybe not as long as the season review show like we we're doing right now, but just to kind of keep, you know, not only Andy and I uh, going on the podcast, but also we want to, you know, share this with all you. And again, when you're out there listening to us, tell your friends, hit, su hit subscribe, uh, because the more we have of you great listeners the more we can do some great live streams and you know again you already know we're a hometown small <laughs> podcast and we want to grow with you fans because we love you all so andy what else do you have for us yeah well said john um yeah i know this is running kind of over what we normally do That's but um, right. i mean if i had a, a wish for 2023 what i'd like to happen is i'd actually like to to do some grading of the, the specific units, the special teams, yeah. you know, the offense, the defense, maybe mm -hmm. some of the coaches, maybe do a team grade or whatnot. Yeah. Um, maybe we can do that on another podcast as well. Um, I'm a former teacher, so it's kind of one of those things yeah. that uh, I've got some got some ideas on that, and we'll have some maybe a little bit of data to uh substantiate yeah. that i guess i guess is the right word so yeah um but i did want to thank uh seattle uh <laughs> for getting beat by two to three touchdowns that's that's like we said would happen on the previous podcast uh pete carroll we still hate you yes and <laughs> i wanted to thank minnesota Thank you, Minnesota, for losing at home to the New York Giants. Uh, John and I predicted that too. Yes, we did. It just shows everybody how so much. It, it, it just shows everybody how bad the NFC North really was this yeah, year. Yeah, bad. Um, you know, again, Minnesota had a great season. Don't mean to take away from them. I think no, what, they did. what were, what were they? Thirteen and four. Thirteen yep. and four, just like we were. The the previous year so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and they won the division congratulations great job yeah. on winning winning the nfc north but yeah you can't you can't win a playoff game so yeah. especially with kirk also Cousins, hot you, dog just remember yeah. that when you look at 
Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And uh, thank you, uh, Dallas, the, the Cowboys, for eliminating Tom Brady. Yay! Uh, now, now I don't have to listen to all of the football insiders saying how he's the GOAT and the Bucks are now the team to beat in the NFC. How about them? Cowboys. Cowboys. So good for the so, Cowboys. Uh, so John and I will keep oh, all of you, all, yeah. the, all the listeners, all of you posted about any significant happenings yep. regarding your your beloved uh, Packers in the upcoming weeks. Uh, John already talked a little bit about some of the future podcasts we may do. And and again, thank, thank you all for your support. And uh, thank you, John, for all your support, too. Yes. Thank you, Andy. I mean, it, it's so fun to do it with my my good friend uh, that I've known so long to, to do this show and continue to do it. Now, fans, we do have a Gmail account or an email account, whatever. <laughs> PackersBlitz80 <laughs> at gmail.com. Please tell us what you want us to talk about. Also, hey, Minnesota fans, Lion fans, Brady fans. Hey, tell me why we're wrong. I, you know, because we love to read your emails. You, you're you're more willing to say anything you would like, but you know, keep it classy, San Diego. We don't <laughs> we don't want to get too out there with certain things. And we're on YouTube. Uh, eventually, Andy and I will see our beautiful faces. <laughs> we'll be able to do that. But as of right we're now, we need some makeup listen. people, John. Yeah, we definitely need makeup people. <laughs> Uh, we yep. need a lot of makeup. <laughs> yeah, we need a lot of makeup. <laughs> anyway, we love you, Packer fans. This is a long episode, I know, but it's year in review. And uh, we will see you hopefully soon. Um, and we're excited to move forward here in 2023. All right, Andy. See you, buddy. Take care. See you, buddy.